The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Camping here with Jackson Pinky Pinkowski. Uh, for those of you joining us on YouTube, he's got his customized Christmas um, Lego slash Star Wars situation. It is, I don't know about you, but it just tickles me and makes me uh, 12% happier. So we're recording this December, 2023, and we're going with a two prong. Jackson's our marketing, uh, well, he does a lot of stuff, but um, one of his many talents is uh, other than Legos is marketing. Um, and the two things I want to talk about, because I don't know if either are set for a full podcast, but I think t- together uh, we can. These are really, for me, the two biggest mistakes I see in marketing, online, offline, just big, fat, huge, glaring, easy to fix mistakes. So we're going to give them to you now. So after this podcast, you won't make these mistakes ever again. And they're very, very easy to fix. They're simple to fix. Um, people just don't. So um, there's the there's what we're going to cover. First is... Um, and I got this actually from a speaking coach named Joel Weldon, who I think is past, but a great, great guy, Joel Weldon, talked about the IU count. So when we do marketing, go through any website, business card, email, door hanger, direct mail piece, like fill in the blank, um, long or short form advertising, and count the amount of I, we, us, our, whatever your company name is, your logo. All of these things referring to you and your company, which your prospect does not care about. Count those versus the word you and your. Um, Jackson's favorite word in the English language is Jackson or Jack, depending on the day. Um, and if I was marketing to Jackson, I would talk all about Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. I use his name a thousand times. But since you know that's more sales, one-to-one marketing, if we're doing one-to-many, I don't probably know Jackson. <laughs> In no name. So I have to say you or your. But when I talk about me, my, us, our, we, what we want, our company's the best. We are really good. We've been in business 20 years. Our core values are this. We're really important. We find it, blah, blah. Jackson glazes over. When I talk about you deserve a company who's this, and you were looking for a company who's that, and your pain is this, and you're dealing with this, and you wish your life could be better that way, Jackson may have some interest. So, um, a thoughts b where do you see our clients doing that and see how can we help them um upgrade and make stronger yeah um so i I, we see it a lot where people think they need to talk about um like the services they provide what makes them different than other cleaning companies um or other businesses in the area why they're better um when the company was founded, why the company was founded. Um, but yeah, like you said, in, in the grand scheme of things, nobody really cares. Um, and it sounds harsh and I say it a lot and I always feel bad when I say it, uh, when I get feedback, cause I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to say something and I, I don't mean it in a mean way, but like really nobody cares about you. Um, sorry, but we need to make some tweaks. Because well, to be fair, nobody you're marketing to care. You know, I'm sure your friends, family, like we we don't mean nobody, but in the marketing world, whoever you're, whoever is reading your marketing stuff, they probably don't care about you. Yes, yes, the cus the customer is not caring because ultimately, um, the customer is is the hero 
of their own journey of, of their yeah. situation. Um, and, and you're not, and when you put yourself in there and talking about we and me and I, that makes you, you're trying to make yourself the hero. And then your customer doesn't want that. Your customer has a problem. They, they are the hero with the issue and, and you are, are the solution. You're the guiding light. You're not the hero in this situation. Watch this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to rope in your star Wars theme background and go, you customer, you're Yoda. But they're Luke Skywalker. They are yep. sorry, we nerded it for we lost 27% of the audience. Um, you're the coach, the mentor, the guide to get them from where they are to where they want to be, but they are the hero of the story. Keep going, yeah. Jackson. It just you can't have you can't talk about who's the hero of the story. Have you know, uh I forget what those big things are. You, all the Star Wars stuff at the back and not have me hit you with a Yoda Luke Skywalker reference. Well, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure like marketing 101. Uh, an exercise you take is is apply your marketing strategy back to the hero's journey, which is literally just Star Wars. Star Wars is the hero's journey, um, and your marketing is is a, should follow fall suit. It's the same path. Um, so a lot of a lot of times, you know, we see we see everybody on, on our side talking about us and me and we and stuff like that, um, and genuinely, like my my greatest. My greatest pivot and my greatest challenge and homework assignment that I give to a lot of people and tell them to put some thought into it is, is pivoting, you know, how do you take, essentially take a, a me statement. So we do, for example, we, we do X, Y, and Z services. That's a me statement. How do you take that and pivot it? So you're saying the same thing, but it's a them statement. It's about them. So how do you outline what services you're providing? Um, to be a benefit to them as opposed to just you, you know, puffing out your chest like a big gorilla or something. And the cool thing is, guys, gals, I'll give you a hint on that. You don't even have to tell them you do it. If you just explain, you understand it, they are going to assume you can fix it. So you don't have to say, like, we've been in business for 50 years. They don't care. You might say you are looking for a company with enough experience so you could be comfortable the job's going to get done right. So if you say that, they're going to assume you're a company that has experience and will get the job done right. You deserve a company with at least 50 years of experience. You're looking for when your pain is... So those are some perfect examples of um, we've got the highest rating on Google. You know, you're looking for a company that's got good online ratings so you can trust the process. So, so you can, by the way, is one of the best marketing phrases ever. So you um, can, so that. So that, yeah. Well, and yep. again, so you can throws in a W, right? So yep. let's just take, you know, we are the best cleaners out there. You are looking for the best cleaners so you can come home and feel great about yourself. You see how much more powerful that is than we're the best cleaners. So what? Who cares? You deserve the best cleaners so you can come home and feel the way you want to feel. All right. So that's that. That's how you do that. And uh, just go through your marketing. And I'm looking literally for like 10 to 1. If you're like, how many, how many, how many we, what, us, our can we talk about? One, for, you got to say them. You, you are 10 times or one time you talk about yourself is a good ratio to start with. Okay. I think we've done a good job on the big uh, number one marketing thing that's going to kill you. Number two is once you talk about them and their pain and something that's important, they will be interested, right? Like if I'm talking about something that's important in Jackson's life and a frustration he's got going right now, he, I promise I've got his attention. And then we don't really, we just wander off. 
Like you get this great content and this great, okay, you got me. I'm interested. I, I know you can solve my pain. I mean, you, you got me. This is exactly what I'm dealing with. And then we don't tell them what to do, how to do it, when to do it, why they should do it now. We just maybe give, A, we don't give any any call to action or B, it's a really weak call to action or C, it's 17 call to action. You know, check us out on Instagram or call or email or scan this QR code or jump up and down like a monkey with one foot. So walk us through, Jackson, what you see in bad or lack of call to actions and even better, um, how to do a proper call to action. Well, I mean, lack of call to action. In the next 60 seconds. Go ahead. No. <laughs> um. Yes, so many times it's I don't even know what 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 they want me to do. They they outline all these things. I mean, you can have the best pain points or really connect with people, but if at the end of the day the person goes, "Okay, great, yeah, I I think this is my problem. I need to get it sorted out," but you don't have your button, your 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 form. Nothing is clear on like next steps or what to expect from the next steps. Nobody's going to take any action. Um, that's that's super critical in, in this situations is uh, making sure that the hero, the customer on the end, other end, has an understanding of what they can expect um, once once they they take action and once you're explicitly clear on what that action is you want them to take, whether it be fill out this form, click this button, give us a call, shoot us an email, etc. But it has to be one, like you said, you can't have can't have ten, can't you really shouldn't even have two, you should really just have one. Hey, amazing people, you may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask that can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now back to the show. And I hate to say, and I think I got this from Dan Kennedy, who's talking about Picture your client is this like fat, slothful, tired, like slow moving blob on an easy chair recliner with the thing kicked up, you know, his feet out, <laughs> back down, just, and he, he's like, Roar. and you can't be like, call now. You got to be like, get up, go to your phone, pick it up dial these numbers talk to like be specific and one of my favorite examples of this for any one over 100 like me who's listening to the radio um you'll hear them give the call to action three times right want to get a clean house call 555 123 123 remember that's you know mike's cleaning 555 123 123 don't miss out call before your christmas gifts arrive 555 123 123 they keep saying the exact same thing so Picture your client is confused, is fat, is lazy, is sorry, I'm not saying fat people are lazy or anything like that, but just is unwilling to move, get is, is a fellow chubby fella. I don't want to say anything against my people. Um, just unwilling to move, slothful, just and you've got to compel them with just your words to take action. So there's a lot of why to take action, exactly how to take action. So not just click below, click the blue apply now button right below here, like be as specific. And you can't always do all of these things in every time, but the worst thing is no call to action. Second worst thing is an unclear call to action. You know, give us a call, but you don't put the number or come to our website, but there's, there's not a clickable link or you kind of give a semi call to action, but not really, and it's hard to follow through on. And then third would be, third worst is multiple calls to action. Do this, do that, do the other. 
And then the least egregious, but still not great, is you don't tell them why they should do it now. What's going exactly what's going to happen and why their life will be better. Can you fill in any of the any of the holes on any of that, brother? No, no, that's perfect. It's basically can can it pass the grunt test? Like you said, fat, lazy, or my I, I look at it like like a caveman. So if if you can take one look at it and grunt, go like, oh, I know what to do. Like, oh, 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 like grunt, yes, yeah, it's that. Then you've done it right. Um, I say it a lot. People are people are stupid, slow, just like you said, in a non harmful way. But you got to treat your your call to action like that. You got to treat your marketing like that. You got to be extremely clear and extremely straightforward. Um, it's not we're not advertising to Albert Einstein over here. Well, even if we are, I would say to give our fellow humans the benefit of the doubt, they're not all stupid, but they're certainly all distracted, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're, you know, I, one of the, uh, I forget one of the speakers I was listening to was talking about poor speakers will be, will complain like, oh, it's tough. You know, people are on, you know, they got their phones and Instagram, you're competing with TikTok and there's just like millions of bits of content out there and you're on stage trying to, you know, hold their attention and granted it's difficult, but that's your job like that's the whole thing so same with advertising it's tough there's so much noise out there and there's so much there the instagram podcast people in the room there's just a thousand slack you know facebook messenger email there's just crap going on so we can shake our fist and talk about how it's not fair be that as it may or we can get better so the good news is a lot of marketing is terrible. It's not clear. There's no call to action. Like I love Apple. If you go to their, their website, typically it's just like one big, beautiful picture of a thing. It's super, like Jackson, they absolutely passed the grunt test. You get it. Beautiful phone. Click here to buy. Like done and done. Google, you know, the biggest company ever just about. It's one little box and like very little window dressing. Sorry, what were you going to say, uh, Jackson? You, you know how a- Apple's marketing started when they when they released their first computer? Their marketing was a tech sheet. It was literally, this is us. This is how the computer performs. This is what the computer does. Steve Jobs went, was not at Apple. He came from Pixar, came back to Apple, completely changed their marketing from this whole tech sheet to the solid image and the, the like the three words that they do. And that was it. So like that, that is, that is 100% the, the grunt test, the, the, the not about me. It's all about you and you're the hero and, and explicitly clear call to action of, of buying this phone or buying this computer at the time that didn't have phones. So. so just to wrap this, I would say, and correct me if you think I'm overstating it, Jackson, 70% of the, the coaching, when people give us, here's some copy, a postcard, a, an email, whatever it is they want us to look at. 80%, nah, maybe I'm speaking to it, 70, way more than half, probably closer to 70, 80% of the feedback I give is, I'll give you a bonus since we got a couple minutes. Um, so the one and two are make it you, your, make it about them, not about you. That's number one. Number two is have a crystal clear call to action. Number three, which really goes under the you, your, like, we're not just talking, talking about them. We're talking about their pain very specifically. We're speaking about their pain in words that they're like, that guy gets me. Those three things I would say is probably 80% of the feedback that we give. Um, so if you can just go over any of your marketing at all and go, who's this talking about me or, or them? In when it is talking about them, is it talking about the pain that I can solve for them? And if so, am I telling them exactly what to do, exactly what's going to happen? People want confidence, right? If you're like, call now, but they don't, is it a half hour call? Is it a 10 minute call? 
am someone going to sell me something? Am I going to get information? Like what, what exactly is going to happen? That's going to make my life better or is it going to make my life better? So if you can just talk about them, speak to their main pain points in a way that they get and tell them exactly what to do to fix it and make it simple and easy, man, you're, I mean, you're 90%. It's going to be very hard if you follow those three rules to make a marketing piece that is complete garbage, right? Like maybe it's great. Maybe it's only good, but boy, that would solve just a vast majority of the stuff I talk about. Are you seeing anything different? Anything to add? Any other big mistakes you see people making, Jackson? Uh, no. I mean, I guess the only the rabbit hole you could go down is if you got those things and people get hung up on like how it looks but completely taking that out. I'm not going that that's a, that is a whole nother episode. Um, but genuinely, yeah, it's, it's so many times do I see things and I'm like, is this a landing page for, uh, advertising a funeral home service or are you helping people clean their homes? Um, I've had that happen before. So it's be explicitly clear, be all about them and you'll win. You'll win majority of the time. So that now we don't have to get all the way into it because we're just about in, but I do want to know, because I've got my thoughts. So I'll, I'll give my answer after I hear yours. What percentage impact or importance would you put on the copy versus the visual? So the copy being the words, clean nation, the visual being um, everything, not, the, well, I guess, including the word, like the font, the cut. Well, let me make a distinction. Assuming everything's clear and legible, right? Because sometimes we'll get feedback like, I can't read that. It's yeah. the copy's too low. So assuming that everything's clear and legible and the 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 visuals aren't getting in the way, like the picture that you pick in the back or how cute or sexy, assuming it's all clear, but one looks like a million bucks. One looks like, you know, just white letter, black letters, white background, like virtually nothing, but it's still clear. What, where would you put your emphasis? I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a follower of the school of make ugly ads ads. So, um, there are multi-million dollar companies that, that follow the same school of teaching. It's, it's again, it's not about the, you're not making an Audi commercial. You're making a, a story. And as long as your ad tells that story as ugly, uh, quote unquote, ugly, or as bad as you think it is, there's somebody on the other end that, that got hooked because of the story it tells. Um, so that includes the ad, the copy, and and what the landing page looks like uh, that you're sending people to. Such a great. I'll close with this. Uh, we had a client send me an email that looked like a million bucks. It had their logo, which was nice and was colored nice and everything. And I'm like, take all that crap out, just use words. So we actually made it uglier on purpose for a reason. One is as soon as you see something, and you guys all get them from the gap or whatever night eat apple a big brand and it's got beautiful pictures it clearly is from a company we in, in instantly in our mind put it in the spam folder. you know again if we just happen to be wanting a cruise or a new pair of khakis or whatever the pictures are of that could be helpful but most of them are okay add immediately add but if you get an email from jackson it's just like hey mike emailed you about x y and z and it's just words you, it, it takes a minute so i don't like the Again, if you're trying to impress your friends, make it look super sexy. If you're trying to convert and make money and <laughs> turn a, a prospecting client, don't worry so much about the the. Make sure that the visuals complement your goal. And if your goal is to have a conversation with a customer, don't overwhelm it with pictures. So, yeah, I think our customers probably go eighty percent on how it looks, twenty percent on the words, and I think that's reversed, if not even more lopsided. Anything to add before we close it, buddy? No, no, that's perfect. I think that's plenty. Cool. Guys, gals, sincerely, we've done a lot of uh, 
specific videos on how to get clients, everything like that. But if you're just looking for how do I make my marketing good, if you just follow the, the stuff we've done here, man, you're gonna be better than 80% of the well of all the marketing you're going to compete with and 99% of other cleaning companies that I see you guys get that we help every day, uh, you know, competing. So go get them. If this was helpful and you want more, go to growmycleaningcompany.com. Um, there's nothing for sale there, but you can't reach out for some help. If you're not getting the goals that you want, we're recording this in December. If it's like, God bless America, 2023 has not been the 2023 I want. I'm just afraid 2024 is going to be the same. Reach out, shoot us an email here. I will be specific. Email me personally right now, Mike at GrowMyCleaningCompany.com and say, Mike, I listened to the podcast. My 2023 wasn't what I want it to be. I know you can help me make 2024 better. Tell me how you can help and I will put you on. I'll get you a no charge. You call one of our coaches. We'll see if we can't come up with a plan for 2024 to make it help. So there you go. There's a clear call to action. Uh, have a great time, Clean Nation. I'll see you in the next episode. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.